Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the program. In this episode, we're going to head back down to Kansas City. And we're going to check in on the friends that froze to death in their friend's backyard. And there has been a lot of speculation about Mr. Willis and his behavior and what he might have done or didn't do when it comes to his friends dying. And a lot of it is valid, right? I'd have those same questions if it was my relative. So certainly a lot of valid questions. However, some of the speculation has been a bit ridiculous. Calling this guy Walter White, you know, the whole entire thing. Now, I'm not saying that it's not possible that this man didn't whip something up that ended up killing his friends. I don't know. I wasn't there. But I don't think whatever happened was done in a malicious way. I don't think that Mr. Willis set out to kill his friends, if that's what happened. I think that whatever happened here was accidental. And then if you want to question his behavior in the aftermath, I think that's certainly valid. Because I don't know how you can have friends dead in the backyard like that, and you have no idea what's what. And I guess the only counter to that is you saying that you were completely hammered and inebriated out of your mind and you were just passed out. Because I guess that's plausible depending on what kind of drugs you were doing and how long you were doing them and how long the crash is. But I just don't find it likely that this guy had no idea that people were in his backyard dead. So I think that what happened was these guys overdosed accidentally and Mr. Willis panicked. But we won't know the real story until the authorities give it to us. Until then, why don't we dive into this article from the New York Post and try and make heads or tails about what's going on here. Headline, Kansas City Chief Fan's Death, Walter White Narrative About Party Host Is Out of Control, Source Says. This article was authored by Christina Coulter. Despite claims to the contrary, Kansas City Chiefs fan Jordan Willis was not nicknamed the chemist for a manufacturing drugs in high school, a source close to him told Fox News Digital, shooting back at theories implicating the career scientist in his three friends' deaths. Clayton McGinney, 36, Ricky Johnson, 38, and David Harrington, 37, were discovered frozen and dead in his Kansas City backyard on January 9th. Two days after, they were all last seen alive inside Willis's house for an NFL watch party. Now, just on the face of that, it's batshit crazy. How do grown-ass men go to somebody's house and end up freezing to death in the backyard? We're not talking about the Yukon. We're not talking about the middle of Canada here. We're not talking about Montana. We're talking about in Kansas City. Sure, it gets cold, but you can get up and walk to your car. You can get up, walk back into the house, 
unless, of course, there's something prohibiting you from doing that. And in this case, it looks like the drugs were the culprit. And for me, again, I don't think that Mr. Willis set out to kill his friends or anything like that. I think that this is all going to end up being accidental. And these dudes went over there to party, and somehow this fentanyl got into whatever drugs that they were using. Whether it was from the dealer or Mr. Willis was weighing stuff up on his scale, whatever it might be, something happened to taint those drugs. Unless, of course, they were looking to get fentanyl, which is certainly a possibility as well. We can't discount that possibility. People like to get down, and nobody ever thinks that they're going to get the bad bag, right? Nobody ever thinks that if I take this pill, I'm going to die until you're the one who takes the pill and you die. The men's loved ones have come forward with theories that Willis played an active role in their demise, with McGinney's cousin, Caleb McGinney, telling News Nation that all Willis' friends knew him as the chemist. Jordan's the chemist, bro. Jordan's the chemist, Caleb McGinney said. It was easy for them to go have fun, but he fucked up. He made a mistake. And look, I get it, right? We all want to place blame. And whenever something like this happens, especially, we're trying to put the pieces together in our head, right? How did our loved one die? They would never do this. This isn't the behavior that they're known for. The fact is, you just don't know. People have one life that they might share with you and another life behind the scenes that you know nothing about. And that is pretty commonplace. A lot of people have a lot of secrets, folks. But the source close to Willis insisted that he had never been referred to by that name and that a career scientist is not a chemist by trade. And while I don't think that's the likeliest outcome here, I haven't completely discounted it. We know people make this shit at home, especially if you're a chemist or a scientist, you could do that. But do I think that's the likeliest outcome? I do not. You would think that if he was whipping this up at home, when the police came to the house, they would have found all of his paraphernalia, all the stuff he's using to make these drugs, right? Well, that didn't happen. There was no big find when it comes to paraphernalia or equipment used to manufacture drugs. So that would lead me to believe that that wasn't occurring. Because if it was and they found that, they would have arrested him. He's a computational data scientist for HIV vaccine research. His work is solely on computers and he works from home, the source told Fox News Digital on Monday. It is incredibly disappointing that his job is being used against him to further the real-life Walter White-type narrative that people are trying to create, the source said, referring to Brian Cranston's TV character in AMC drama Breaking Bad, a dispirited high school science teacher who uses his chemistry knowledge to become a drug lord after a stage 3 cancer diagnosis. And if you haven't seen Breaking Bad yet, what hole have you been living in? One of the greatest shows ever made. I won't go as far as saying it's the greatest show, like some people will, but it's certainly in the top five. The source also remarked that Willis came from a military family with loving parents who most definitely would have noticed and intervened if he was making drugs in the house in high school. Well, they didn't intervene when he was on drugs, because we know he's on drugs. So they didn't intervene there, and like I was just saying, just because you think you know your child, or you think you know your loved one or your spouse or whatever... I got bad news for you. There's things you don't know. There's things they're keeping from you. And there's secrets that you might not ever find out. And if it wasn't for his buddies dying here, that's probably the case for Mr. Willis. One of these guys that's living with this, you know, secret life, drugs, whatever. And at the same time, he's still able to maintain his professional 
you know, face as well. And there are functioning addicts out there, folks. People out there that can go to work every day and then go home and do their drugs. Ruining Jordan's reputation and his life in a smear campaign as some sort of revenge will not bring these families peace, especially without any evidence from the police department to support what they are saying, the source said. And I agree with that. If Jordan didn't kill these guys, he shouldn't be, you know, smeared. But at the same time, let's not act like a good friend would just be laying around in his drawers and answering the door with a wine glass in his hand after people have been trying to get a hold of him for days. All of a sudden, he just wakes up when the police show up. The noise-canceling headphones stop working at that point. Miraculously, they just quit, you know, canceling out the sound or whatever. I mean, come on. So there is a lot of questions here still, but again, I'm not going to say that Mr. Willis is out here maliciously trying to hurt anybody because I haven't seen any evidence of that. Moreover, the source accused the family members of shifting their story, remarking that grief is not an open-ended excuse to say whatever you want in public without consequences. Well, that's true. If I didn't kill anybody and there were people out here saying I did, I'd have beef with that especially if it was my friends who died, right? But I would come out and tell the whole story right away. I'd be like, look, here's the deal. We were partying. These dudes ended up dying and that's it. I don't, you know, I don't know what else to say. Like if that's the truth, if that's what happened, that's what you have to say, right? I mean, hiding it and trying to avoid it and waiting for later on, that just heaps more suspicion on you, right? So you got to get ahead of something like this. If your friends are found dead at your house and you had nothing to do with it, you better get ahead of it. At first they said they don't know Jordan, that the men didn't do drugs, so they must have been murdered or poisoned or dragged out of the house, or they must have seen something they shouldn't have seen, the source close to Willis said Monday. Then when the initial toxicology came out, it was that they would have been peer pressured. Yeah, I don't buy any of that, okay? I don't buy that for one second. I think that these dudes knew what they were doing, they went over here to party, and things just went south. Sometimes, folks, things just go south in life. And you're going someplace, going to a party, whatever it might be, and you decide you're going to do some drugs, and especially nowadays, this could end up being the result. Now, out of nowhere, the story is that the men have known him since high school as the chemist, and Jordan has supplied or made drugs for them since then. Which is it? It's completely absurd, they continued. The Kansas City Police Department has asserted that there is no foul play suspected in their deaths, telling Fox News Digital that they are 100% not being investigated as homicides. So there you have it right there from the police. So I don't think there's any big mystery here about, you know, a mass murderer or Mr. Willis doing something as far as maliciously. Now, as far as does he have any responsibility here? I say we don't know enough yet to go one way or the other. I have to know more about what went down, right? Is he the one who sourced the drugs? Is he, is he the one who, you know, weighed the drugs out on the scale? There's a lot that goes into it. But the family members of the three deceased men have questioned how Willis managed not to notice the men's three bodies feet from the back porch. Willis's attorney has claimed that his client was sleeping for much of the period between when he allegedly saw the three men out of his front porch door and when McGinney's fiance found one of the men's body outside and alerted police. So again, that's part of the story. I don't buy that. And I think the reason that he just, you know, kind of withdrew 
is because he was scared. He panicked. He didn't know what to do. So he withdrew and did more drugs. To you and I, that sounds batshit crazy. To a drug addict, that's exactly what they would do. That's akin to a little kid thinking they're scared of a ghost or whatever, and then going into bed and pulling the covers over their head. It's the same exact thing. Ricky Johnson's brother, Jonathan Price, questioned how a man who is responsible enough to gain a PhD in what seems like a very complicated science could sleep all day on a Monday in an interview with Fox and Friends last month. Willis graduated with a PhD in chemical and physical biology from Vanderbilt University in 2014. His attorney, John Paterno, has confirmed to Fox News Digital, and it's a good question. This man has a PhD. This man is a scientist. You mean to tell me that he's just binging and sleeping for three straight days? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He previously studied chemistry and molecular biology at Northwest Missouri State University. According to an interview that Willis gave to the International AIDS Vaccine Initiative's website in 2022, he is the senior principal scientist at the IAVI Neutralizing Antibody Center in Kansas City. But on Monday, the source close to Willis told Fox News Digital that anyone who can't imagine how he could have been totally out of it and sleeping and not aware of his surroundings for two days, is fortunately not familiar with what a drug and alcohol bender looks like. It's true. If you're doing the right kinds of drugs and you're on a bender, you can sleep for days. I've seen it, and I know it to be a fact. But I just don't know if I buy that here. I just don't know if I buy it. All of a sudden, he wakes up when the police come? Okay, I guess it's plausible, but you're going to have to sell me on it. He's lucky to be alive, the source said of Willis. While many Chiefs fans spent Sunday evening celebrating their team's Super Bowl win with a beer in hand, Willis was at an inpatient rehab facility, a source close to his family previously told Fox News Digital. He allegedly checked into the program soon after his friend's death, but continues to cooperate with police, the source said. Jordan went to rehab because he wanted to save his own life. This was not a legal strategy, it was a wake-up call, the source said on Monday. Okay, I have my doubts about that, but okay. Having three close friends pass away outside his house without his knowledge was a true rock-bottom moment and something he'll be working through for the rest of his life. Well, that's a fact. There's no doubt that this dude is going to have to deal with these issues moving forward. The source said that Willis has struggled with alcoholism and depression throughout his adult life. His bad habits lessened when he lived around like-minded scientists in San Diego while completing his postdoctorate, the source said. 
but the 38-year-old allegedly backslid when he moved to Kansas City to care for his father, who has mid-stage Alzheimer's diagnosis. Moving back to Kansas City hasn't been good for his mental and physical health, and he slipped back into old habits after feeling more isolated working from home. The source said he started spending more time with his high school friends when he moved back after being gone for over 10 years. So I could see how you could feel isolated. Start working from home, you're not used to it. That happened to a lot of people during the pandemic, honestly. Findings of a preliminary toxicology report shared with the men's family members indicated that THC, cocaine, and lethal levels of fentanyl were found in their systems. But Harrington's stepmother told News Nation that these findings didn't bring their family any closure. What matters is that he didn't take that to die, his stepmother, Teresa Harrington, told News Nation. He didn't take that to die. If he took the drugs on his own, he took them to get high. Yeah, like everybody else, unfortunately. But you're playing Russian roulette, and that's not hyperbole when I say it. You want to go out there and party and do drugs and, hey, great, do what you want to do. But understand and understand very clearly that you're playing Russian roulette these days. Unless you got a test kit and you're doing all of the steps you need to do, I highly suggest against getting involved with any of this shit. But on Monday, the source close to Willis insisted that all these men made poor decisions that evening. And that's where I'm lined up. Self-responsibility, right? I'm angry that this happened and I'm really sorry that these men lost their lives, the source said. But as a friend wanting to protect him and help him back to the right path, no one deserves this kind of viciousness in a case that is still under investigation for all the world to see. There's a plausible, extremely likely explanation for why he never knew they were out there that people don't seem to get, the source continued. When full autopsy and toxicology reports are available and police complete their forensic investigation of electronic devices, at least two of the men's families have been asked for their son's phone's passwords and the Platte County Prosecutor's Office will decide whether criminal charges should be filed against Willis or Alex Weimer Lee, a fifth-party guest, who left Willis's house alive on the night of January 7th. Now, was this Alex Weimer Lee cat the dude who supplied the drugs? Possible. I don't know one way or the other, but it's very possible. So, like usual, we'll keep an eye on things, and when we got some more information to share, we'll add it to the catalog. All of the information that goes with this episode can be found... In the description box. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.